to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at BoxingBear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. So they're an online cookie company and they have a pickup location and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate their business. Also with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Life and Times podcast. How's everybody doing uh, this this uh, afternoon, uh, this week? If you can walk out on me tonight, and you think that you ain't feeling right, hold Darling, I think it's darling. Uh, that's uh, that's Ronnie Millsap. <clears throat> In case you guys don't know, I'm pretty sure I sounded just like him. Um, hope everybody's week is uh, fantastic. Your last week was fantastic. Uh, I know mine was less than fantastic. It's not fun. It's actually not funny. I'm gonna say a couple things, uh, and I'm not gonna elaborate on it because I'm not like trying to hurt anybody's feelings or bring up bad memories. But uh, I, um. Just as far as life goes, it was good. I saw some people that that, that uh, I haven't uh, haven't seen in a while, and that was fun. But I went to a couple funerals last week, and um, uh, and neither were COVID related. They weren't, and and it's weird that when you go to funerals because the the actual funerals is sad. You don't want to be there, and I know so many people say these kinds of things. Uh, during funerals, because you see a bunch of people that that you haven't seen in a while, and which was the case for me, a lot of old friends, uh, like lifelong friends, and uh, so the funeral itself is not good uh, at all. And uh, and of course, I love the people. That's that's why I was there. 
uh, in honor of them. But after the thing's over, you, you just see people and you start telling old stories and, and those are great. But ever, what I was going to say is like, everybody says, man, we should hang out. We should see each other more. We shouldn't wait till funerals. Like that's the thing people say. And, and I think that mean it because when you show up at those events, um, it really is not the actual funeral, but it's a good time. I, some of the hardest I've laughed in a while is people telling stories uh, after it was over. A lot of funny stories, like uh, <laughs> a lot of really funny stories. Uh, some of my friends are a little wilder than uh, wilder, not wilder. They're not wilder. They're a little wilder uh, than uh, regular people. So it was, uh, it was, I mean, it was really f- a funny time. And uh, anyway, so I'm just saying that to say uh, this, you know, I started, it started bringing up other memories when you're, when you're at those uh, funerals and people are telling stories like, you know, the first time you ever got shot at. And if you have not, it was pretty memorable uh, for us, but that's because a farmer had had enough of us parking on the side of his land, running across his field and getting in his creek, <laughs> his creek. If you don't know what a creek is, small body of flowing water. Uh, by Blue Hole, if you're from where we're from, that's where it's at. This guy had had enough of us running across this field. He told us to get out. One buddy popped off. Uh, he starts shooting. At the exact moment he starts shooting, I heard this. <laughs> I was there for the event, but I was really only concerned with my own safety at that time. I didn't want my friends to get hurt. I'm just saying, like, when the shooting started, I was running. Uh, but I also had a friend in the creek. Uh, you know, doing a number two in the water at the exact moment. Now, I mean, it's not like we were all standing around staring at him. I'm just saying that that's what he was doing. They start shooting. <laughs> he he <laughs> takes off running uh, just uh, in the middle of it because you weren't going to just sit there. Yeah, we all made it out. It's a great story. Uh, they told, and there were like numerous others. Uh, that part was a really good time. It's, it's sad what happens. Uh, more than you know, you wouldn't know just by my talking fast and kind of laughing about things. As uh, love the guy very much, anyway. So, I, and and a classmate, you know that that's kind of weird stuff. I just say because look, name of the podcast, Lifetime's podcast. I usually try to make the thing funny. Sometimes things aren't funny, right? Which I've uh, have spoke about probably in the last three four episodes. But it's it. But you start thinking about on the creek, and then it led to other things. Right now. Um, you know, there's a hurricane going through New Orleans, and I'm not in any way trying to relate that to this, but you get storms, it rains a lot, and it f- starts to flood um, creeks and rivers where you're at. Lakes are up high sometimes, and so if you have property right on the right on the water, uh, it floods your place. You know, there's a lot of a lot of places like that. But me and my friend uh, Jason, what we would do. When it would flood, we would uh, go to the creek. We'd go. His uncle had some creek land, and we would show up at this at this creek. Um, this is like a really stupid thing to do, but we were kids and we thought it was fun. Now, now as an adult, would I let my kids do this? Why would I watch them do it? Would I even hear of it without putting my foot down for the rest of their life? Yeah, I would as an adult. But you know, when you're a kid. The creeks would flood. I mean, it was like a raging river. And so, um, yeah, this one particular day, my buddy Jason's like, all right, this is how it started. So he starts walking out. Now, Jason was a tall guy, so there's no reason that the water should have swept him off. He's, I don't know what he became, 6'6", six, 6'7", six, 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 to 6'7", somewhere in that range. 
So he starts walking out in the water, and the water's really swift. Well, I wasn't far behind him, but I wasn't right beside him. He got too deep. The water swept him off like he took off. I mean, it was raging. I mean, the water was like rapids. It was brown water. It wasn't clear. Creeks are clear where I'm from, by the way. Like, you can see the bottom at 12 feet, but you couldn't. It was like mud. Swept him off, and so it looked like an adventure. And so I wanted to be a part of the adventure. So I just went in after him. Not like I was trying to save him or rescue him, because at that point, we just thought we were some guys having fun on the swift rapids is what we thought. I don't know. We floated a couple hundred yards, maybe. Something like that. And um, (laughs) there was because the water was so high, we were down. We were close to the bottom branches of trees. So, you know, we just grabbed the branch and held on. Some You would have, like, logs hit you in the legs and, and things like that. But luckily, we were unharmed. You know, I thought, we just thought it was fun. I didn't think, I didn't think about the stupidity till later. I didn't think about uh, what, what could have happened till later. Um, but I remember, like, swinging on that branch or holding on to that branch, both of us, uh, in super high water and just letting the water beat on our back. <laughs> What, what great times it was. Same creek. That's the same. I used to, like when I was a kid, I wasn't the only one. There were several people where, where I grew up. They would do flips off this bridge, Cooper's Bridge, if you're from that area. Uh, uh, everybody knows where I'm from. If you listen to the show, and if you don't, it's fine. Because actually, I'm not going to promote it. I guess I recently heard it's actually illegal to jump off the bridge, which is funny because I don't know anybody who I grew up with that didn't jump off this bridge. But it's apparently illegal. So, like, it was at this creek where the river was rushing all the time. Um, And it had a big tree, and there were um, steps, nailed boards to the tree, like, every two feet. So, I I remember, like, working up to it. Like, you'd step up this two feet, do a backflip. Step up this two feet, do a backflip. Step up. So, like, all the way till you got to the top of the tree, and, you know, and and then you figured out the, the flying motion, the way you should flip. You know, you can't go too hard unless you're trying to do, like, three or four of them. And figured it out. So I, we learned to uh, jump off bridges and do flips because of that tree right there where the river's flooding. You know, a lot of good times. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of good times from memory. Uh, but the funeral and seeing people and telling these stories, it reminded me uh, of these stories. And, uh, you know, th- those, those were good times for sure. You know, it kind of makes you, uh, kind of makes you think you're, old ah, that story doesn't make you feel like you're old I'm, I'm sure people live in the country they still do it to this day but earlier my wife went to the store and she told me this story about going to the store which really doesn't <laughs> listen uh, it's an old word but nobody says it so why why my wife said this i don't know um so she goes to the store uh and somebody's like hey you look pretty young how old are you and she told him and so she's like oh i'm an i'm just an old hoagie she said hoagie is what she said hoagie now she told me the story i'm gonna try to like do this in real time because it went like this she's like yeah i went to the store this guy says you know hey you look young how how old are you and she told him and then he's like and, and he's like oh yeah i didn't think that she's like yeah i'm an old hoagie and i'm like you you said hoagie she's like yeah i meant fogey but I said hoagie. I'm like, so, hold up. So, so you meant to say fogie instead of hoagie, which, by the way, is still just as nerdy as hoagie. And 
He probably doesn't know what either one is. And then she went on to tell me this. <laughs> She's like, yeah. And I looked at him, and he didn't know what it meant. He's like, uh, and she said, I said, hoagie. And she's trying to explain this to me. She's like, I said, hoagie, like, I'm old sand. Nobody. <laughs> I said, what is sand? What is? What do you mean you're old sand? Like a sandwich. She literally abbreviated. First of all, she used the word hoagie. She meant fogie. Neither word's cool. Then as I, as I questioned her on the word, she says, yeah, I said hoagie. <laughs> I literally just told him like I'm an old sand. I'm like, an old sand what? She's like, sandwich. You just you, you just shorted sandwich to say sand like it was a youthful term. I don't know anybody. I know nobody. I know no one, old or young, current. I was like, hey, mom, make me a sand. What kind of sand do you want? Give me a turkey and cheese, please. I love turkey and cheese sands. Nobody says it. it, was, uh, it, it uh, listen, she can't figure out why people... Uh, roll her eyes sometimes. Why would you say that? Nobody says foggy or hoagie. I'm an old hoagie or foggy. It's it's just, it's just uh, it's a little nerdy to be honest. Literally, is a it's a little nerdy. I mean, listen, there's so many childhood memories I have, and I I realize I tell a lot of stories from old days, but really this week with all the talking and telling stories and the back and forth. A lot of these things re- reminded me of things. Like, just for instance, the other day, a uh, random text message in, in the middle of the night. And uh, my, my buddy Jason, we start talking, texting, text talking. By the way, that's a new agent itself. You should probably just get on the phone and knock it out in 30 seconds, but texting back and forth. And uh, when I was talking to him, he made some kind of comment. He, he came down. Now, this is early days, and I realize sometimes there's some kids that listen to this but uh <laughs> so he comes to downtown Tulsa we're gonna go to the club I don't know if you guys know about clubbing remember when you're a kid and like oh I'm doing clubbing I'm in the club like I like we were 50 cent so he's down in uh so we're in downtown Tulsa and we went to a couple of uh restaurants and bars and clubs and um but you know when you're engaging in that activity it causes you to have to pee your pants uh, sometimes, and sometimes it's pretty intense. Like sometimes you're like, you got to pull over right now. Like you literally got to pull over right now. And and it, and downtown Tulsa back in the day, it, it wasn't like all this new age stuff now, where where it's the goal of every city to make uh, downtown trendy, uh, and people live down there, and and bars, restaurants, clubs, shops, stores, like all, it, it, that wasn't a thing back then. So there was only like a couple places. So like we were off the beating path, though we were downtown. And I'm just telling this story because it, he said, hey, remember this? I'll get to the point in a second. So we're like, uh, hey, man, I, I'm about to pee my pants. And my friend's like, yeah, me too. So there was like uh, three, I don't know how many people were in the car, six, three, four people had to pee their pants. So we're like, we pull over in this parking lot. We're in downtown Tulsa. And um, <laughs> so... So we get out, and uh, you know, I'm I'm relieving myself on a brick building, right beside a fence with razor wire. I remember that, and my friend is you know pretty much right beside me. We're almost done. I'm not completely done. They're they're all basically done. I'm still there. A cop pulls up. A Tulsa police officer pulls into um, the the parking lot where we were at. 
Um, and so I like, you know, I finished really fast. Like I wasn't doing anything, but I was like super fast. I'm like, Hey man, Hey, I didn't really say it to the cop. That's like <laughs> that kind of voice is how I was acting like, Hey man, I'm cool. Yeah. We weren't doing anything. Um, because it was a police officer and we had already been to some adult establishments. So, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, he's like, Hey, what are you guys doing? I'm like, Oh yeah, we're just downtown. You know, we're lost. We're trying to find where we're at. That's what we said. Just trying to find where we're at, sir. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Hey, also, you were driving down a one-way street, uh, so uh, don't do that anymore. And we're like, yeah, sir, we won't do it. You know, a sir comes out a lot when when you're a kid in, in those kinds of uh, scenarios. Like, yes, sir, we will never do it again, sir. Apologize, sir. Thanks for telling us, sir. We didn't know, sir. Sorry, sir. Right, that stuff happens all the time. And so uh, he... <laughs> And so he's done. Like he's done talking to us. He's like, okay, listen, you guys have a good night. Um, uh, Hey, can you guys do me one favor? This is what he said. The cop, the police officer speaking to approximately five or six. I don't remember the number five or six people, six people or five who have had adult beverages in excess. And he says, Hey, can you guys do me one favor? We're like, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. What's up? He's like, hey, um, next time you guys pull over um, uh, to pee, could you make sure that you don't do it on the uh, police impound yard, please? Uh, and then he points up. <laughs> and, then he, and then he points up. He's like, because uh, there's a camera right there so we can see you guys. <laughs> I'm like, what? I feel like a, yeah, yes, yes, sir. I, I, we didn't tell him we were peeing our pants. I didn't tell him that. Uh, apparently we didn't have to. They saw it. Listen to you, you Peter Peekers. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, listen, kids don't hear this part. Listen, hey, Peter Peekers. I, I apologize. I didn't mean to pee on it. I was 18. We didn't know any better. Maybe 19. And, uh, I apologize. Uh, that happened. But, you know, like, if, if, had I not went to, um, <laughs> had I not attended, uh, this, we didn't talk about that at the funeral, but all those stories started making me think about old days. And I'm like, oh yeah, man, that's, uh. That's serious. That's serious stuff there. They didn't take us to jail. They were cool. He just, that's how he left it. The guy's probably mayor of Tulsa now, for all I know. Speaking of Tulsa, uh, I have this, I, or, or have, he's still around. I have a, I have a cousin, and he's a sports writer for the local newspaper. Well, he was a sports writer for over 20 years for the local newspaper. Um... I mean, it doesn't matter. I'll say his name. He's not going to be mad about it. So, uh, My cousin, his name's Jimmy Trammell, if you're around this area. And uh, so he used to play these basketball games at the local university, Tulsa University. You'd play these basketball games a certain day of the week. I I guess I'll spare some of the details because I don't know if they still do it. I don't do it anymore, but I don't know if they do. So certain day a week, they'd show up at Tulsa University and and they would play. And and the people were... um, his friends, maybe a couple other people's friends, but they were uh, sports writers and newscasters, the people that you would see on TV. And we would play on Wednesday nights, which was kind of cool for like uh, small town guys who would show up and be like, hey, yeah, hey, I know him from TV. It was like that. Everybody knows who they are, but they're always super cool. That nobody acts like they're a real celebrity. Even though, like, if they're around the streets of Tulsa, people are like, hey, whatever your first name is, right? They, but they're like super cool guys. 
Well, I played with this guy named Mike Wolf all the time. These are life stories. I'm telling it because I that they're <laughs> because the funeral. A lot of these stories I started thinking about. I I tell old stories all the time, but there's like so many that uh, when you hear the story, you know how it is. Like you hear it and you start ping pong. You're like, oh wow, I forgot about that. So like we'd play these games. Well, so sportscasters, right? The game they started at like six thirty. 7, 6.45. So literally a guy would do a newscast. I don't know where the building was at. I, I, I don't even know where the stations are, where they actually do the newscast. But these guys were going straight from getting off TV and would drive straight to Tulsa University for these games. So I remember there's a guy named Mike Wolf. I think I just said that. Everybody knew Mike Wolf. I think he's on TV still. I think he's on like Cox Communication. Everybody knows who Mike Wolf is. We all know you're a sportscaster, Mike. I mean, grow up. Everybody, Mike, you know that everybody knows that you're a sportscaster. You're on TV. Especially like regionally, you know. I mean, it's the only newscast for, well, 100 miles in one direction, probably 200 in the other. So, um, <laughs> I got to guard him. And, uh so I get I get up on him. Remember, he's just fresh off a newscast. He's quiet, though. For a guy who lights up on camera, he's actually a quiet person. And so I get up on him to guard him, and uh, you were about to start the game, and they check it up. If you don't know how that works in basketball, they're checking it up at the top. And I'm like, whoa, stop, stop. No, no. Somebody switch me. I'm not guarding him. And they're like, what? And I'm like, no, I'm not guarding this dude. I'm not guarding this guy. This guy's got, he wears makeup. I'm not guarding this guy. He's got makeup on right now. No way am I guarding him. Somebody switch me. No way. And I said that, remember, I know what he does for a living. And if you don't know, people on TV wear makeup, right? It accentuates your face. But so I'm like, no, I'm not guarding this guy. Somebody switch me. I was like, he's got makeup on. It's on his shirt. Look. That's what I said because he had a white V-neck shirt on. Remember. He's a newscaster, and he gets mad because I'm telling everybody he's wearing makeup, and he got embarrassed, and this is what he said. I'm going to try not to blow your speakers out. This is what he said. He's like, it's for my job. That's what he yelled at me. <laughs> he said, "He said, he said, it's for my job. I have to wear makeup for my job. And I'm like, hey, listen, bro, you can say what you want. I'm not guarding this guy. Somebody guard him. He's wearing makeup. And he got mad. <laughs> he got mad at me. And I and I felt bad because remember, my cousin's a sports writer. These are his friends. I'm in his world. He just invites us because I'm related. So I'm like, listen, because I he was like he got really high strung. He really did. He got a little carried away. I'm like, listen, bro, I know I know what you do for a living. I was just playing. Calm down and have a stroke, cuz. Unbelievable, this guy. Unbelievable, this Mike Wolf guy who wears makeup. Why we play basketball. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for him, to be honest. Uh, I, I, I still, to this day, don't, I, I still don't know why, how you can light up on TV and be like such a uh, an introvert in real life. That's, I, I, that's like strange talk. Like, that's weird talk to me. It's like super weird talk talk but but he does it and he's good he's like good at it. he's good at uh at what he does at least i think so i think cox does i think he still works there. look guys i haven't done the math for all i know he lives in pennsylvania he could be on espn right now i'm just saying like that's what i remember mass for sure so this weekend my daughter 
look, I don't. Uh, she plays uh, competitive soccer, which is a funny thing to me because so many people um, can play competitive sports, and really all that means is their parents pay money for it. Some are good and some aren't. Oh, by the way, I'm not talking. Uh, listen, if anybody listens, I'm not talking about anybody on her team. I'm saying a, a general thought. Uh, people are like, oh, yeah, they play competitive. But it really just means that you pay to play is what it means. Now, uh, now is the level of competition better and competitive than in a rec league? I would say most always 100% that's the case. I, I literally would, would say that, and I wouldn't back off of that. But I'm just saying, like, so we're playing at this at this league, this competitive league, and and uh, you're out there, and like people are intense because at that level, when you're paying, you do want your kids to do good, you want them to excel, um, you are you are invested with them, not only mentally but financially. Obviously, that's why you're out there. And uh, some of the parents are pretty intense. Now, I liked everybody that I spoke to. I did actually. I, I I literally did. And usually, I don't talk to new parents not not because I'm being rude because I'm not rude at all. I'll, I'll talk your leg off. Anybody that knows me knows I'll talk your leg off. But but I don't know. Am I going to be there that long? Are they going to be there that long? You know, so usually I'm quiet for a couple seasons. If you talk to me, you figure it out. I'm not quiet. But I, but I, I usually don't go out of my way, like overly out of my way. I, I will go out of my way, but I'll overly do it to make friends because I don't know. I mean, are we going to be there long? Are they going to be there long? I don't know. I just met them. Are they new parents? I have no idea, right? I'm just, I'm just having my back here so I don't sound rude. Um, so, you know, we're out there with new people. I don't think this, what I'm about to tell you, which by the way, has nothing to do with competitive soccer, nothing at all. But, uh, cause I don't know some of these people and I start talking this way. Oh, by the way, for everything I just said, now I'm going to take that subject off into left field. Cause that's nothing to do with that. But I'm just out there with these people. I don't know. Uh, if I said this in front of people, I do know they probably would laugh when I said it in front of people, I don't know. They probably think I got problems or I am some kind of serial cheater. Is that a word? Serial cheater, uh, excessive cheater, maybe. Look, I've been married to my wife. If you remember me say this, I've been married to my wife. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody. Uh, 16 years. I think it'll be 17 October 2nd. I have no, I mean, look, anybody can say this. I get it, but I'm telling you it's a fact for me. Like, yeah. Uh, I've never cheated on my wife ever. I never even almost have. I think I've said this in a way earlier podcast that um, that if you were just my girlfriend, um, there's high odds that I probably had another girlfriend. But like when I met my wife, that was it. Like that's the actual true fact. So we're setting out there. So I didn't mean what I'm saying is what I'm getting at. So we're sitting there, and this thought hit me. Though, when I made the comment that I'm about to make, I'm sure they judged me <laughs> instantly. With social media these days, with Facebook and, uh, and Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok, I don't think you can get caught with TikTok, but all those others where, where uh, it chains off who you know, like, oh, look, you know, my third cousin. And my third cousin turns out he's best friends with my neighbor. My neighbor's best friends with the... Uh, with my best friend's fourth cousin. I'm like, oh, turns out they all hung out at a concert one time. You know, when you start chaining off that, and and, and <laughs> in social media world, I can't believe who all knows everybody. 
Like it's uh, it's unbelievable. Like the connections that I've made. So this happened. So yesterday, now let me bring it all full circle because I'm rambling. I'm sitting next to a lady. I say, where are you from? She tells me, I'm like, oh, hey, do you know this guy? She's like, yeah, that's my first cousin. Right then is when this thought popped in my head. She didn't really laugh because I'm sure she thought I was a cheater. And uh, I thought, how does any, or I said it out loud, how does anybody these days, how do they cheat? How is it possible to even cheat? Back in the day, pre-wife and pre-fiance, she's the only girl ever, uh, yep, Unless the, unless they got to me first. Unless they cheated on me first, it was already over. She's the first person ever I never cheated on. Ever. And so like, I thought, how do you how could you even possibly cheat these days? How do you get away with it? There's no way. Cell phones. That was the biggest reason that that back in the day I was such a good cheater. It was awesome. Nobody had cell phones. Uh, I didn't have a pager. There was no email. There was none of those apps. Snapchat, all all of Facebook, none of them. I would just tell my mom. My mom was the biggest interference runner ever. I would just be like, Mom, tell them. (laughs) I would just pick a town. I would pick a town anywhere from 5 to 30 miles away. I'm like, Mom, just tell them I'm at this town. And then when they would call, they would be like, Hey, is Lloyd there? And she'd be like, No, he's at this town. And they'd be like, Oh, okay. Where at? Oh, he's at Matt's house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my mom and she would even my mom would get mad my mom would get mad if she heard me say out loud that uh she was the biggest reason that i was such good uh, at such good those are not those are horrible words my mom was the biggest reason why i was so good at cheating because i would just tell her like hey mom tell her i'm at matt's house so whoever would call be like yeah he's at matt's house i didn't even give her details you know in my mom's defense if everybody wants to yell at her later she didn't like really totally know where i was at but i was be like you tell him i'm at matt's house and so she's like okay and they would call and they're like you're at matt's house i'm like yeah that was a wild night uh we went to bed late and uh, that's why i just got home at noon i apologize my mom was the biggest reason that i thought i was the greatest cheater ever and uh uh, thanks mom for really helping me out because to be honest now listen to this guys if i met a girl in an early age and, uh, and things weren't good, but because you live in a small town, you thought that you were supposed to marry each other because uh, that's what you were supposed to do. If you live in a small town, you didn't know any different. Like, hey, well, I've known you since fifth grade. Oh, no. Thanks, Mom, for helping me uh, leapfrog through life until I met the one. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, I turned it back into love. Ah, tell your friends. All right, look, everybody. Uh, I just want everybody to know that I love you. Um, got a lot of stuff going this week. Hope your week's good. Uh, by the way, don't cheat. Don't don't cheat. It's not good. Don't do that. Also, don't jump in and jump. Do not jump in um, uh, highly flooded areas. Love everybody. Put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame and have the most fantastic day. This episode is dedicated to Jerry Spanky Ingram. Love you. Always have. And uh, one of my classmates, Lucas Sanders. Let's rest in peace.